Good morning, friends. Skip here again for a very early morning uh, podcast, a very early morning edition of Finding Meaning. Uh, not unusual. Uh, I uh, often do these very early. It is the it is the time when I have the quiet, the space, the uninterrupted time to to do them. <clears throat> it is uh, November tenth, uh, two thousand twenty one. Uh, very chilly morning here in South Central Iowa. Uh, just saw on the newscast that there's a possibility of a little bit of snow by this weekend, which is about par for the course here. Uh, I am not a winter person at all, but, uh, you know, so what, right? Uh, we, we do and we deal with what we have to do and what we have to deal with. Um, I want to go down a little bit of a mystical uh, rabbit hole this morning, if you will permit me. Um, <clears throat> let me tell you why, uh, and then I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. Uh, I'm taking an, an acting class. I'm, I'm cleaning up a few credits that I have to have in order to graduate uh, with a religion degree this coming May. And um, we have a, a really great teacher. <clears throat> and what's being taught is, is a, um, he's trying to help the and I call them the kids because, of course, I'm 56 and they're all 22, 21, 20, 18. Um, he's trying to tell, teach the kids, help the kids understand that when you act, there is a, a sort of transformative thing. You embody something different. You bring um, your soul to something. That that it's a it's a sort of mystical transformative thing and as a part of this uh, class yesterday we we watched Yo-Yo Ma the famous cellist on a, on an on a interview play his his cello I think it was a NPR tiny desk concert which are always good uh, and you could see as he played the music he he became the music and so you know, I tried to add my two cents in best I could. Uh, the teacher is a little bit younger than me, but he's he's in his mid fifties or early fifties, and and I've been thinking about, you know, I wouldn't have understood that at at eighteen years old. That's for sure. Maybe there are some eighteen year olds who understand uh, the idea of embodying something, of 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 being transported, if you will, <clears throat> to a, a place where you become something other. Uh, boy, if, if I would have known that at 18, if I would have been thinking about that stuff when I was 18, that would have been awesome, but I wasn't. Uh, I was thinking about other things. <clears throat> so um, that's what I want to talk about today uh, because I was trying to, in, in some sort of slightly facetious way help help the kids understand what the teacher was trying to say because I could tell it was a little befuddling to them and I, I said it was it's really a magical thing it's a mojo is what I said 
that there's some mojo out there. Uh, you know, it's sort of a silly word, uh, but it's true that there's a, 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 a mojo, a, a magical mojo that can happen where you leave behind the perception of yourself and enter into something other where where you uh, let go of perception and become uh, you know that that to use a sort of old theological term that that I am you will become you know it's the Zen thing where you drop away your ego you drop away perception and at least for a moment something magical does happen. There is some different mojo, some different energy at work <clears throat> where you embody uh, something and it's good and it's wonderful and it's freeing and it is so refreshing <clears throat> and so peaceful. Uh, and what I heard from our acting teacher was, you know, that's sort of why he does acting is that that's his avenue to that place where he can drop away the impediments of the false self and really at least briefly live outside. He didn't use these words. I'm, I'm putting my theory into what he's saying, but <clears throat> where he can live outside of the, of the false reality that we create. And... It's so true that we have to we have to look for, watch for, uh, hope for those moments of of revelation when the false self is stripped away, when we can step outside of the false reality that's created in, and we, uh, I forget what poet said it, but eternity is in a moment. Was it William Blake? Somebody said eternity is in a moment. It's, it's in that moment where we transcend ourselves. And I hope that for you. I hope that for every human being. I will bet you if you look back into your experience, you will see that you have had those kind of uh, experiences that you probably have had experiences where you have transcended your own thoughts um, now your question may be well what if what if something bad happens when I do that well that's the false self speaking folks that's that's the false reality wanting to preserve itself uh, I I contend you got to open the window for old shadow there. I contend this, my friends, that who we really are is that transcended being. I don't know if on in in this world in this reality we can ever uh, live from that place completely. That may not be what this world is for. I don't know, but I do know that. When I have gotten there uh, through 
whatever means, uh, meditation, playing music, you know, can be, if I, if I can let go of, of the worry about not doing it right and just do it, that I am transformed, that, that the music then embodies me and there's a spirit involved that is right and good and kind and loving and transformative that, that if I can, if I can at least experience that or put myself in places where I can experience that, um, you know, that seems to be home, <laughs> that place. And, and I didn't say this in class because it, it's a little too much. Uh, I'll share it with you, though, you know, uh, that feeling of transcending the falsities, uh, the personas that I pretend to be, the, the, the falsities of the reality that we've constructed, if I can uh, let the fear uh, go away and whatever fear you have, and, and you got to be honest with yourself about the fear you have, you know, the fear of the unknown, the fear of death, the fear of loss, the fear of, of, of not being enough, uh, the fear of not accomplishing, uh, the, the shame, the guilt, all of that. If, if you can find a way, friends, if you can find a way to put yourself in such a place where that stuff it, it, it is at least temporarily removed, you're going to glimpse heaven. You're going to glimpse eternity. You're going to see fully what I'm talking about. That outside of the fearful world we've constructed, outside of the fearful self that we've been taught to be, there is the real us. Now, there's no shortcut to get there. Uh, death does not necessarily bring it. I have seen people die not knowing themselves. You have to live in, to borrow a coaching term, you have to trust the process. You have to live into the process of life and all that it is. However, <laughs> and here is what I hope this podcast does for you. Because it does it for me. It serves as a reminder that there is something else. So that something else is that moment that my teacher in class yesterday was trying to tell the kids about. That moment is what the Zen masters seek in meditation. That, that moment is what Mother Teresa would talk about in service to the poor. That there's a transcendent moment when you're gone and who you really are takes its place. Your authentic, your, your authentic self embodies you. And you understand that there's a oneness to it all. You are the music. You are the poetry. You are the play that's being acted. You are the service that's being done. Uh, you are the breath that uh, you're paying attention to in meditation. And the things that we cling to slip away. So, you know, there's enough resources out there for you to, to try things. I can, to, to help foster that, I, I can only tell you what helps. What does it for me is, you know, I'm not a very good meditator. Um, it's more about music. It, it's more about gratitude. 
It's more about being aware of. It's more about seeking inspiration for me as that reminder. Anyway, there you have it, my friends. I, I hope I hope today you find that magical mojo, that transcendent place where at least for a millisecond of time, because that's really all it takes, your fear, uh, all the stuff you've been taught, all the stuff you've been told that you are or are not, all the stuff this world can be slips away and you taste that eternity and that truth about who you are. There you have it, my friends. Take care and peace, man. Hey, good morning, friends. Uh, Skip here for a uh, early morning uh, episode of Finding Meaning. Uh, Forgive me if I sound or seem a little bit foggy. Uh, I hit my snooze a few too many times this morning, and I am trying to uh, get today's offering of finding meaning out to you before the clan, the family, the herd (laughs) of teenagers gets up and... uh, I don't have time. I don't have the, the silence to, to think it through. Uh, so uh, I want to talk about keeping things simple this morning. Keeping things simple uh, in uh, life is very important, but keeping things simple in your spiritual uh, quest, your spiritual learning, your spiritual transformation is, is very important. As a matter of fact, I would say that where a spiritual journey ultimately leads, at least to, to me so far, is really a, a simplification. You know, for, for a long time I thought uh, the spiritual journey would be about adding things to life. You know, if I could just uh, meditate more, if I could just uh, find the right spiritual director or the right way to believe or the right book to read or the right people to to practice spirituality with or and so for a long time and I think for many people my spiritual journey was adding to my life it was it was uh, this sort of um, discovery process of understanding that um, it wasn't this or it wasn't that, that there really is nothing to add externally that is going to make me more spiritual than I already am. Now, I am grateful for all of the things that I have tried. Those things have brought me to this place. All the people who gave me spiritual direction, all the uh, teachers, all the books, all the um, religious devotees that I uh, listened to. Um, You know, I'm grateful, very grateful for those early experiences, even in religion, that uh, seemed to be a very vital part of, of learning. So, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that adding things to your journey 
is wrong. I hope you add this podcast to your spiritual journey. But, however, (laughs) what I'm saying is that at some point you begin to understand that the answer you seek is only within you. And that that simplification of of your purpose, that clarity of vision is vital to finding meaning. That the things external to you can teach you if you're willing to let them. They can also hinder you if you're not aware. Uh, People, I've seen people have great spiritual awakenings and then run away from them because they're afraid of the change they'll bring. I've seen people have uh, great spiritual awakenings and uh, live into them and and have life-transforming, uh, spiritually in-tune, wonderful uh, life, you know. Uh, I've seen people who have sat in the church pew for 85 years and are, they're just the biggest asshole uh, 85 years later as they were before. <laughs> uh, you know, that uh, even though they've had people tell them about love, they can't get it because they can't take that real deep look inside. And that's just the way they're programmed. You can't hate people for that because we're all programmed that way to some degree. We're all programmed by the false reality to think that uh, spirituality is is an external thing to us. That we need to add spirituality to our lives like a recipe. If I can just get this book or that teaching or this meditation or blah, 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 blah. What I have learned is that it's pretty much the opposite. That although I have added those things, what I have discovered is my spirituality is not those things. Uh, My spirituality is not a concept uh, certainly offered by someone else. My spirituality is not a religion. It's not a meditation. Those things might help. Those things might hinder. My spirituality is an inward journey, not an outward journey. Uh, and I am willing to bet on some level that your spiritual journey is the same, uh, that it is really a journey inward. And there are things that can help us. I hope this podcast helps you on that, but I'm not going to offer you any answers about your inward journey. That's that's you. Your discoveries are you. Uh, your revelations are you. Uh, there's no set rubric, there's no uh, set map that the universe is drawing all of us in from the smallest particle to the biggest star to every human being. Uh, the universe is God, however you want to say that or see that, is drawing us inward for discovery. And what we discover 
is, I think, a very simple notion. Because I think that the, I think that when we live outside of the false reality that the world has created, it is a very simple thing. And it is this, that we are being created by love, through love, to love. And this inward journey brings us to that place. This inward journey brings us there. Now, maybe the things I added were necessary, but they were necessary only in that I had to discover that these things external were not the answer I was looking for. That I was complicating a journey that didn't need to be uh, as complicated as I made it. I understood intellectually that the spiritual journey was an inward individual journey, uh, but it really took me having some of my own clarity, my own epiphanies, my own sort of revelations uh, to really solidify that. And those things that I added in my life were just as important as anything else. But again, they were only important in that I had to come to see that they weren't the answer. There is not a book. I'm sorry. There's not a book. <laughs> uh, there's not a, a institution. Uh, there's not a certain kind of therapy that is going to offer you uh, an absolute answers. They might, they might point to an answer. They might help they might hinder they might hinder and once you discover that they're hindering you you let them go and then they've become something that has helped you but ultimately folks my friends hear this that that journey is beyond even your conceptual thinking you will be brought to if you continue on the journey a place where even you will understand that your own conceptual thinking is something external to who you really are. Let me say a little bit about that, because that's kind of a big concept. You know, for years I asked myself, what do I believe? What do I really believe? Uh, what do I really think is the answer to the meaning of life? What do I really think about these things? You know, what do I really adhere to? Uh, and I spent a whole career based on that sort of notion of, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you believe? What do I believe? Uh, what, what's this concept about theology or Christology or philosophy? Uh, and it went from, thank God, it went from what do I believe to who I am. Because who I am is even beyond my own belief system. I have a belief system. I'm, I'm sharing that with you now. But I know that who I really am, in the simplest terms, is even beyond that. Because even... 
even the most uh, articulate, and I'm not saying I have the most articulate, but, but even the most articulate, um, even the most simplified, even the most demonstrably true uh, spiritual understanding is still a concept. And so it's that shift from what do I believe to who am I? That is, I believe, true. I, there it is again, right? I believe that I believe is true spirituality. What am I being, not what am I believing? Belief is a conceptual apparatus. It is, it is saying that these things that I believe, I adhere to, um, are an assertion that I am making about things that are external. Being is about living out of something. And so what I invite you to do in these podcasts is understand that it's not that religion or politics, these things are not evil. They're about conceptual thinking. Where the spirit will ultimately lead you and will lead me is to being. And so I'll leave you with that, my friends. I thank you for your time and I thank you for your willingness to listen and have a peaceful day. We'll talk to you later.